Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. to make an edit on that intro there to add in the special guest re-add in he's been on so many of our intro show intros as it is so happy to have one of the most special guests we we have had on this show continue to have on the show he is so gracious with his time with us we are going to bring in the man of the hour mr ken anderson a very special week as it is going into the super bowl obviously you've got just a little bit of experience with that and uh, happy to have you with us coming off of a, a vacation, but still making time for us. Appreciate it. How are you, sir? I am doing great, Anthony, and thanks for having me again. It's always a pleasure yeah. to come on with you. Well, I, it's always a pleasure having you on. And we want to obviously um, raise some funds for the Ken Anderson Alliance and, and get some donations over to you. We'll have some giveaways and whatnot for folks who participate in that. You'll get entered in a drawing for that. But we want to hear about all of the many, many, many great things uh, your foundation is doing for a lot of different folks. And uh, you've, you've been teaming up with other people and all kinds of fun things. So we're going to hear more about that. Uh, but, you know, it is Super Bowl week. And of course, um, you know, you and the Bengals made it uh, towards the end of your career. One of the more iconic Super Bowls, some of the others that the Bengals did not participate in, um, we're, we're maybe not as watchable or as fun as this one, but obviously didn't go your way here. But wait, what's the lead up to this week? I, like, I know media week and things have, have changed quite a bit since then, but as a player kind of gearing up for this big game and there is a lot of, you know, media hubbub, if you will. Uh, I mean, wait, wait, what are what are the emotions stirring about with you as a player? Well, it was a little bit different back with Super Bowl 16. Um, you know, first of all, we didn't get to go to uh, California or Arizona, New <laughs> Orleans, Florida. We got to go to Pontiac, Michigan. It was yeah. the first Northern Super Bowl. Um, it was cold up there. There wasn't a lot to do. And, you know, the, the players just got done with, with media day at, at, at this year's Super Bowl. And what a extravaganza that in. Um when we played in it, it was just okay. We're kind of walking around the field, and somebody come up and talk to you. It wasn't It wasn't that big a deal. So, uh, 
But I, I guess one of my favorite stories is, uh, and, and Dave Lapp and I were, were sharing this uh, a, a little while ago, is so we get up there, you know, I'm MVP of the league, and we go down to our business manager when we check into the hotel, get our keys, and, and Dave and I walk up, and there's no beds in a room. I'm saying, Lapp, <laughs> MVP, we got us a suite. And we're checking the doors on either side. They're all locked and all sort. We look at the wall and there's a pull down bed from the wall. <laughs> and I said, well, so much for being MVP. And I said, Lap, I really like you, but we got to get something else. We had to go back down and see if they couldn't find another room for us, which they did. They did. Okay. So you, you, you had separate beds and you, you got that oh, yeah, all yeah. figured out. Okay. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah. No, we ended up we ended up with that, you know. Which, but I, I said I like you a lot, lap. But uh, no, not the pull down bed out of the wall for both of us. That's not going to work. <laughs> what, there's a there's a name for that kind of bed. I can't remember the the trundle bed. Maybe, maybe trundle. A... Yeah, maybe <laughs> something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what what point in the season did you? I mean, you mentioned MVP campaign, one of the best seasons in Bengals history here. I mean, what? Was there a specific moment in time or a specific game where you guys said, wow, you know, the Super Bowl here is attainable? And I'm not talking at the end of the AFC Championship, or, you know, I mean, when you, obviously when yeah, you yeah. were officially in, but like, you know, a, a pivotal moment in the season where you go, wow, this thing is really shaping up to be a very special season for us. And we think we can go all the way here. Well, I, I think it was the month of November. You know, we played five games against five really good teams. Um, all in the playoff hunt, and we didn't have a close game in five of them. And I remember uh, Denver came in, and they had one of the top defenses in the league, and, you know, and, and we kind of blew them out. We, you know, we threw for a lot of yards that day. So I think, you know, after that started, uh, all of a sudden, you know, we are a, a good football team. We got a really good shot at this thing. Talking with Ken Anderson, Bengals great, and uh, one of the – the members of the Bengals ring of honor, the, the inaugural class, very, very deserving, of course. Um, as you guys, we, we talked about kind of the feelings of, you know, you and or some of the other players and whatnot in, in um, you know, heading into the Super Bowl. What, what, what was kind of the prevailing um, attitude, I guess, going out? I mean, were you guys pretty confident at that point going? I mean, that, the 49ers were kind of becoming that juggernaut through that, through that decade there. You guys had a lot of success, a lot of talented players confident was it loose was it you know like a, a serious type of mindset I mean it was kind of the the prevailing emotions in the locker room um well it, it was kind of a funny thing because you know after the AFC championship game where it was 59 below with the wind chill we stayed in Cincinnati and practiced the next week we had no indoor facility so mm -hmm. we really didn't get a lot done and and after the um uh, you know, after the AFC Championship game, we had a couple days off, and some guys chose to fly home, and they're coming back, and there's a snowstorm, and flights are canceled, so they're they're late getting back, and you know, our head coach Forrest Gregg understood, um, and we got to Super Bowl week, and it got to you know the itineraries there, all the meeting times are laid out, the practice time, and you know, I, I think on Thursday they changed Friday's uh, evening meeting and moved it up an hour. And some of the guys didn't write it down on their itinerary and were late. Well, Forrest was very upset about that and, and find them and went back and find all the guys that were late getting back at the beginning of the week, uh, the last week. And uh, I don't know, I think we might have been a little bit tight. And then we get to the stadium for the game. And, uh, you know, we were a little late getting there. Traffic was bad. 
and uh, we get in and, and the, the standard thing of the taping line, you go up to the training table, there's a piece of tape on the wall and you put your number on there. That's the order of taping. And some guy uh, jumped in line and we had a little uh, scuffle going on in there. So might have been just just a little tight to start that game. Tight and a little, little edgy. It sounds like that's yeah. that's interesting stuff. Yeah, yeah. Was there was there a team that you were on that you were you and or some of your teammates were maybe surprised that did not make the super like that? Because is in in this kind of uh, the last era or so of Bengals football, we look at two thousand five, we look at twenty fifteen, we go, man, those were stacked teams. They were there in the playoffs. Obviously, some freak injuries towards the end and or in the, the playoffs on both of those teams derailed those campaigns there. What was a team in your career that you felt like, man, this this team either should have or I, I really felt like we were going all the way with this particular squad? Well, I mean, I go back to 73 and 75 when we went to the playoffs. We, we were very good teams in those days, but unfortunately we had uh, one of the dynasties in the Pittsburgh Steelers. We had the Oakland Raiders yeah. and we had the undefeated, uh, you know, Miami Dolphins also good in those eras. And, you know, we got beat Miami against Miami and, uh, in 1973 and got beat by the Raiders in 75. But I think the most disappointing thing was the year after the, the Super Bowl. We thought we'd go back again when we were, it was a strike short year, but we tied for the best record in the league. Uh, and then we got beat by a hot New York Jets team in Cincinnati in the first round of the playoffs in, in 82. So that was a real disappointing thing for me. Talking with Ken Anderson, getting some of his Super Bowl thoughts as we are gearing up for the Super Bowl. Chiefs and 49ers set to kick off this Sunday. And we are so excited to be joined by Mr. Ken Anderson hearing about his Super Bowl experiences, his thoughts on the, the current state of the Bengals. And, of course, about all of the great things that the Ken Anderson Alliance is doing in the community. Before I, I kind of transition from, you know, to, to the this current Bengals team, there's, I mean, we've, we've talked, unfortunately, ad nauseum about deserving players, definitely yourself, who belong, Bengals players who belong in Canton, their rightful place in the Hall of Fame. Uh, another name that's been emerging in the last couple of years is Willie Anderson. And, uh, you know, he's a guy that, you know, like yourself, a lot of Bengals fans are really trying to push for to get him into the Hall of Fame. You know, he was a part of some some not so great teams at the beginning of the, of the year. And I'm being generous in saying that. Yeah. Uh, and, and of course, uh, you know, got, start, started to get his due with Marvin Lewis. But I don't know if you have any thoughts about Willie Anderson as a potential Hall of Fame candidate. Um, you know, there's there's a, a handful of Bengals players yourself included that are so deserving and uh i i i personally think i think a lot of fans also think that he is involved in that conversation as being deserving too yeah i i do as well uh you know as as good a right tackle during his era as there was in the national football league but you know i i think you know so many times uh you know they, they look at the teams that you're on were they successful it doesn't make any what yeah. you personally did but you know what did your teams do but uh, I'll share this with you, Anthony. And I didn't know there was such a thing as uh, the National Quarterback Hall of Fame, but I'm being inducted into that on February 23rd. Congratulations. In, in Scottsdale. Like that. So uh, that's, uh, that's an exciting piece of news. Well, awesome. Yeah, well, that's, that's fantastic news. And uh, thank you for sharing that. And we will be sure to promote the heck out of that. Well-deserving and uh, one of the steps to get you in your rightful place there in Canton for sure it is just a crying shame and 
Uh, we've talked about that when you've been on the show before. Don't want to go down that road again necessarily, but you are Hall of Fame. That is that is most definitely uh, most definitely certain. He is Ken Anderson, former Bengals quarterback, Bengals great. We're talking a little Bengals, his experiences in the Super Bowl, as well as some thoughts on this year's Bengals team. You know, Ken, this this year, obviously, injuries derailed. We talked about injuries on, on some other Bengals teams in the past. Injuries derailed the Bengals season this year, namely to Joe Burrow. Didn't really get started on the right foot, pardon the pun. And then, of course, later in the year, he gets hurt. And the Bengals still made a run of things. Uh, despite, you know, missing some guys here. But obviously a disappointing season, even though the Bengals were kind of in it at the end of the year there. Yeah, but I think a lot of encouraging things happened as well. You know, certainly, you know, unfortunately that uh, Joe hurt his calf at the start of training camp. It was limited and even at the start of the season. But, you know, once he was healthy, we saw what the Bengals were like. And, and they were explosive and they were as good as anybody. And and then, the, unfortunately, the, the wrist happens again. And you know, I, I thought Jake Browning came in and we were at that, uh, the Steeler game, his first one. And, you know, and it didn't, things didn't look well. He threw a bad yeah. interception down in the red zone and, you know, it kind of cost him the game a little bit. But, you know, a lot of credit to the coaching staff, a lot of credit to the locker room that figured out a way. And, uh, you know, you, you talk about culture a lot and, you know, and, and I give Zach so much credit to, for putting together the guys in that locker room, guys that are leaders, mm -hmm. uh, guys that uh, hold each other accountable. And, and I always say, you know, a lot of guys know what it takes to win, but they're not willing to pay the price to do what it takes to win. These guys are. Uh, they work hard. Um, and, you know, the, they, they found a way. All of a sudden, Jake's under center a little bit more. And all of a sudden, mm -hmm. he's, he's throwing for over 300 yards a game, completing over 70% of his passes. You know, I think the first four games that he had, his stats were better than, than any quarterback in their first four games. And you know, to their credit, they were in it, you know, right till the end. So, uh, you know, they, they've got good players. Um, they got a great culture, great guys. Um, and now it's, it's, it's going to be a, another critical offseason. I think they've got 20 players whose contracts are up, you know, and, and you've got, only got so much money. Joe Burrow is not on his rookie contract anymore. Uh, he yeah. takes a, a large portion of the salary cap. And, you know, how do you manage going in? Um, Kansas City has figured out a way, uh, you know, and, and so I, I think the Bengals will figure out a way as well. Ken, I, I'm curious of your thought on – what the Bengals mindset should be this off season. I I've kind of on, on some past episodes, I've kind of become, I've kind of placed myself on this platform of you need, the Bengals kind of need to be re-obsessed with the AFC North, with the division. Um, they still have even, you know, with, with Joe Burrow or not Joe Burrow this year, they've had immense troubles with the Steelers and getting past them. It's been hit and miss with the Ravens. Um, they've had struggles with the Browns in the Joe Burrow area era and a little bit before that as well. Um, I, I think they've done a good job in, in building their roster and doing a lot of different things to, you know, get past the chiefs and different things. But do you feel like they maybe lost sight of what's going on in their own backyard and how to win in that, especially with a one in five division record this year? Again, I know Joe Burrow missed a handful of those games left the Baltimore, the second Baltimore game early. Um, or is it just, Hey, Joe wasn't healthy most of this year. Let's let's just kind of restock the the roster cabinet, so to speak, and and things will fall where they where they will and fall into place. 
Well, you know, I, I think, you know, as much as anything, you got to give credit to those other three teams. Yeah. You know, Cleveland had as good defense as anybody. You know, they didn't play players, uh, you know, the last game of the year. We kind of handled them there. And, you know, Baltimore was, uh, you know, arguably the best team in the AFC. And, and the Steelers yeah. are the Steelers. You know, they struggled on offense this year, but their defense is always going to show up. So, you know, going into those that, uh, you know, we've got three good teams in our division and you've got to play well to beat them. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah, they need to they need to improve upon that one five division record. No, that is there's no for question certain. About it. He is Bengals great Ken Anderson. Yeah, and I, I know you you have uh, quite a long history with the Pittsburgh Steelers as well. So I was kind of especially curious about your your thoughts with them because the Bengals just still kind of have consistent troubles getting past them. They've had other elements of success against the Ravens and, and, and Browns there, but you mentioned twenty players coming under contract. T. Higgins being one of them, you had uh, a lot of good receiving options that you played with uh, in your time with the Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, how are you feeling the Bengals should? I mean, obviously, I think that the ideal is let's get them signed long term and make it make sense. But I mean, the tag and trade tag for a year and let him play. I mean, what, how are you seeing the Bengals potentially playing this one out with him? Because he's when he's healthy, he's incredibly important to what they do. Oh, there's no question about it. And and you look at all the Bengals' weapons. And when you, you know, they want to take away uh, Jamar Chase, uh, you know, we got T. Higgins. And they want to kind of double-team both those guys. We've got Tyler Boyd. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it, it kind of comes down. It, it, it's a numbers game. 
I mean, you know, can you afford to pay Joe 55 million a year and then T Higgins 20 million a year? You know, I don't know how all that works out. And, you know, you got to find, uh, you know, an interior defensive lineman, uh, maybe a right tackle. We got to see what happens with Jonah Williams. So it's, uh, it's not going to be easy. And that's why, you know, a lot of these teams say you, you got to make hay when you've got your quarterback on his rookie contract. Well, they, they definitely attempted to do that. And obviously now Jamar Chase extension coming. But you mentioned Boyd. He's an impending free agent as well now. So, I mean, they've got some some questions and things to address in that receiver room for sure. Um, I, I mean, are, are you feeling, depending obviously on, on kind of what plays out, just to kind of wrap a bow a little bit on the current Bengals, I mean, are, are you feeling like, hey, Burrow healthy, they make a couple of moves here. They're going to be right back into the top, you know, the cream of the crop of the AFC once again this year. Or is it going to take, you know, some some heavy lifting in terms of outside free agency help, making sure they retain T and kind of doing a, a little bit more maybe this year than they have in years past in order to kind of get back up there and make sure that they get back towards that AFC North crown type of realm again? Yeah, well, that's what they're paying Duke Tobin the big bucks for, is to kind of figure all this stuff out, you know. <laughs> but, you know, you got to kind of like some of the young receivers that, you know, Yosevich, you know, all of a sudden yeah. a, a big guy, uh, you know, showed a lot at the end. They've got some other young receivers that have stepped up and done a nice job. Um, Chase Brown, is he that explosive running back that the Bengals can use next year? Uh, you know, got some of the young guys on defense. Are they ready to step up? So, you know, it, it's uh, it, it's just a fun thing, but I, I know one thing: you can't win without a quarterback. And uh, I'll, I'll take Joe Burrow over anybody in the league. I think a lot of teams would. Uh, maybe maybe not one of them playing this Sunday, but I think I think uh, I think a lot of teams would would take him over uh, maybe their current state of the position. Um, you mentioned this earlier, and most Bengals fans know that you won uh, an NFL MVP award and you know, one of, one of the highlights of your career, but I remember you coming on to this show before and talking about another important award that you won as a player. I believe it was back in 76, the, the man of the year award, the NFL man 75. of the year award. 75, 75, excuse me, 75. And uh, the, the NFL man of the year award. And you had mentioned how much that award meant to you. The Bengals have maybe a front runner for that award again this year. And Ted Karras, we'll talk about what you did with him recently as well, but just, you know, in terms of importance in your career, what that what that award meant and uh, kind of being recognized by your your peers, the media, et cetera, for what you've done and, and earning that award. What did, what did that one mean to you? As much as any award that I've ever received, you know, because it takes into account not only what you did on the field, but what you did off the field to kind of make your community a little bit better and then to be recognized for that early in my career. Um, so, but, you know, and, and like I said, that's kind of a tradition in Cincinnati when, when you look back and geez, you know, Anthony Munoz has won that award. Boomer Esiason's mm -hmm. won that award, uh, you know, Reggie Williams. And, and like I say, you know, and Ted Karras, but you know, that's the, the individual award. Um, but you look at, uh, and I'll use this year's Bengals for an example. Uh, what those guys, the whole team does in the community. You know, they just had an, another thing, uh, you know, with Campbell's Soup, a, a drive and all that they did there, yeah. uh, what Sam Hubbard does in the community. I mean, you go down, you know, one by one, 
all these guys are, are making a difference in the community. And I think that, you know, I'm as, as proud of that for this team uh, as for the amount of wins that they've had. And although I was talking with Ted Karras and called him to wish him good luck uh, Thursday night, I, I hope he gets that award. But I said, you know, when I won it, it wasn't the Walter Payton Man of the Year award. It's, it's the <laughs> right. same trophy. It was the Dodge Man of the Year. And I got a new Dodge Charger to go along with it, so I think I'm one up on him. Did you? Yes. What what color was it? Uh, it was burgundy. Oh wow, hot rod! Yeah. I like that. I like that. Yes. Yeah. So that that was uh, well, that was pretty. And you know, and and I got it uh, uh, from Pete Rosell, the commissioner at the ASC Championship game in Pittsburgh. So I ooh. was down on I was down on the field uh, with with uh, with him and. And got the award, but that was so nice because uh, the, the the Pittsburgh Steeler fans were very gracious to me in accepting that award, you know, in their stadium, and I always appreciated that. Well, that's neat. That's neat. I I hope you had some uh, some fun. I don't know if races is the right word, but for some fun cruise arounds in that in that. Uh, oh yeah. You... Oh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Those are I, I have not owned one, but I understand that those are those are a fun vehicle. To, it, it, to it was around a very in. nice car for a while. Yes. <laughs> well, you can see here I, I put up a picture. You, you and Ted Karras, uh, obviously him working with the the village of Marici and the Cincy Hat Project, and you doing great work with Ken Anderson Alliance. And uh, you recently had an event here. I think some you know there, there's been some coverage on that, but just recap as we kind of talk a, a little bit about what the Ken Anderson Alliance has been doing of late and what they've got coming up. Uh, if you can, this was a really cool co collaboration of two fantastic fantastic foundations, uh, you know, based out of the Cincinnati area. Well, you know, we originally started the, the Ken Anderson Alliance and, you know, to create live, work, and engage opportunities for adults with developmental disabilities. Um, you know, what we do at our facility in, in, uh, in Silverton, you know, we've got our melodic connections, uh, which is music therapy. Uh, we've got our adult day programming. We've got our engage outings where they go out in groups in the community that's their social life. A lot of times going to a ball game, out to dinner, a movie, whatever it may be. Um, we do our job training, our job placement. Um, but originally when I started uh, the Ken Anderson Foundation years ago, it was to build housing for adults with developmental disabilities. Um, mm. That's hard to do. It's hard to finance. Uh, um, you know, we kind of just... We thought we had some things going on and just realized we weren't going to be able to raise the amount of money that it took. But all of a sudden, you know, I heard about what Ted was doing uh, in Indianapolis. And, you know, we met during their uh, OTAs in the off season, <clears throat> excuse me, um, kind of talked about it a little bit. And so I remember I, I went down, I put a case of beer in his locker with a note, call me. And, uh, <laughs> and he did. And, and we got together for uh, a few beers and, uh, and said, so let's, let's see if we can't make this thing work. And, you know, after that, I was on my way to Chicago, to Batavia, Illinois, uh, you know, to see some family and plan a golf outing. Uh, you know, I was telling him I was from Batavia, trying to explain where it was that relationship to Chicago. He said, oh, I know exactly where it's at. My wife's from Geneva, which is the little town right next door to it. So we just kind of had a synergy. We kind of kept working, working, working. Uh, he's, uh, he loves Cincinnati. He wants to make this his home. He wants to give back. He's got a development company, and their mission is to create housing for uh, adults with disabilities. So we formed our partnership, and uh, 
you know, it's an exciting announcement. We're actively looking for something that we can either, you know, develop from scratch or rehab. I know his first project in Indianapolis, uh, he took one of the old barracks at the Fort Benjamin Harrison and rehabbed that into about 25 apartments for adults with disabilities. So wow. a lot of exciting things coming up. He's a, he's a great guy. And, and like I say, I just, I called him today. Uh, we got a lot of things planned, but I just wanted to wish him good luck. He's uh, getting ready to head out to Las Vegas. And I said, we're pulling for you on Thursday night. That's awesome. Well, you mentioned some of the things also that uh, Ken Anderson Alliance has been doing. You have a major event coming up here, the uh, Autism Rocks event. We'll share that in just a second. That's coming up on February 18th. Correct. Um, yeah, and this has become an annual thing. You've done this thing a, a handful of years now in a row. You get some some nice musical acts come and, and play, and uh, it's kind of a good time for a good cause. So tell us a little bit about that coming up here. Well, yeah, this will be our, our third year at Lori's Roadhouse in Westchester. Um, you need to come out there. It's a great venue uh, for live music. And uh, we will have, it's, it's doors open at 11. It starts at noon. And we've got five local bands playing every hour from noon until six. And then at six yeah, o'clock, uh, our cap, we cap it off with uh, our Melodic Connections uh, band. Uh, uh, I was out there the other day, heard them practicing, and they take so much pride, and it's just the unadulterated joy of them making music. But there's, you know, so many other things uh, going on around there. Uh, uh, I know the Bengals mascot, the Reds mascot, FC Cincinnati, the Cyclones, all the mascots would be there. Some of my former teammates will, will be there as well. It's a, wow. uh, adult beverages, uh, food out there. We've got some great silent auctions. So it's just a, a, a fun day, and Whenever I have a, a, a bad day and I go out to our offices and I go in the back where they're making music and just uh, a smile comes to my face and a tear comes to my eye to see, you know, what we're doing with there. So I, the Ken Anderson Alliance doing a, a lot of great things. And, and like I say, Lori's uh, Roadhouse is a great venue. Um, in fact, if you want to pre-buy your tickets, you can go to Lori's Roadhouse website and buy them there or just come on out uh, the day of and we'll have a great time. Yeah, like you said, this has been uh, third annual now, right? So uh, I, I remember you coming on a, a couple of years ago and talking about this. So uh, yeah, it, it, during COVID, you, you even did it. Uh, didn't you do it on, like online or you had some sort yeah, of? Yeah, it, it, it was remotely, you know, and we had yeah. agreement on certain things. So, no, this is, uh, you know, a, a big fundraiser for us and, you know, mm -hmm. one that allows us to keep our services going. And, you know, right now between what we're doing, uh, with our engaged outings, our melodic connections, our adult day and our work services programs, we're servicing over 300 adults a month. And, uh, you know, it That's takes amazing. funds to keep those going. We don't get uh, a lot of state or county funds uh, to fund everything. And so we rely on raising money. And this is one of our big events. Well, it's, it's amazing. And I've, I've said this before to you and just in general on this show, I have people that I'm, I'm close to that have developmental disabilities. So supporting a cause like this is definitely near and dear to my heart. And I, I think it's awesome what you are doing, obviously what Ted Karras is doing as well. And you two working together, doing a lot of, of joint things is really, really amazing. I can't thank you enough for coming on. Once again, we, we always try and get you on around this time of year. We also try and get you on maybe after free agency, after the yeah, draft, depending yeah. on your thoughts too. Uh, yeah, here, we'd love here's, to have you here's a question for you. Dave okay. Lapham brought this up when, when he and I were talking and he said, uh, Kenny, um, 
I don't know of anybody but you that's played in the Super Bowl, broadcast the Super Bowl. I, you know, when the Bengals played uh, against uh, the, the 49ers in Miami, I was part of the radio team and then coached in a Super Bowl uh, with the Pittsburgh with the Steelers. Steelers. So that may, that may be a nice little trivia question at some point in time. Uh, you might be the the lone yeah you might be the lone one there i'll have to do some research on that yeah. i know i usually know my bangle stuff but that's a that's a large encompassing question yeah. i have to do some research we got, on we got to do a little research on this one and uh we'll see what happens again hall of fame resume from ken anderson of course of course hey uh before we get you out of here what's your what, what's your prediction for the game who do you have winning um i cannot root for the 49ers I figured. <laughs> Obviously, so, <laughs> so I, I got to go with, with Kansas City, and 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 I I do like uh, Pat Mahomes. I think he's a great quarterback, and you know uh, I I do like uh, you know Travis Kelsey, and I think the Taylor Swift thing is neat. Uh, I know my my granddaughters and, and daughters got to go to her concert <laughs> when it was in Cincinnati, so it's just all all that you know kind of connection. So. Um, you know, I, I so I guess I, I got to go with uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, I know it's kind of like lesser of two evils, right? Yeah, I, well, like, you oh, don't. You're, you're, <laughs> you're exactly right. You know, we, we beat them a couple of years ago to go, and, and they got beat, you know, by them last year not to go. Yeah. With so, uh, <laughs> excuse me, but we'll see how it happens. But uh, that, that's got to be my pick. Well. Uh, I think there's a, there's a good amount of Bengals fans still with. There may be some others that are saying no way, and maybe they're on the younger side. They don't remember the the losses <laughs> to the 49ers, but uh, I definitely remember those. And so yeah. it's hard for me to root, root for either of these teams. Yeah. Regardless, thank you so much for your time. You gave us a lot of it. I appreciate it. We're going to raise some money and uh, get that over to the Ken Anderson Alliance and spread the word about the Autism Rocks event coming up on February 18th. And congratulations on your induction to the uh, the National Quarterback Hall of Fame, right? You said it's in Scottsdale? Yeah, yeah. Well, so like, we'll have to come on again and talk about that. You know, talk about free agents coming up. So I'll be waiting for another invite. I, I, I will not be shy about bugging you again. And I appreciate you letting me pester you. Thank you, Ken. Appreciate it. My pleasure. All right. Take care. That is Mr. Ken Anderson joining the program. Unfortunately, my co-host John Sheeran couldn't make this uh, this go around with him. But it, my gosh, I love that guy. And he always gives us uh, a ton of his time. And here's what we're going to do. So some of you like to donate through the YouTube Super Chat. Please do so. We're gonna we're gonna do a giveaway. We're gonna probably have some Ken Anderson themed giveaway. Um, we we just booked him, so we wanted to get the interview done first. So we didn't really have a specific giveaway in mind. But do us a favor, YouTube super chat. Uh, go directly to Ken Anderson Alliance and uh, donate directly there. If you send us a screenshot, the obinsider at gmail.com or at Bengals OBI on Twitter. If you send us proof of that, you'll be entered in a drawing, and we'll give away some stuff. Um, or maybe we'll extend it out to. Uh, maybe the end of the month. And if you, uh, you know, buy something from the silent auction and or attend that autism rocks uh, event and, and purchase a ticket to that, we'll, we'll get you entered in there. We want to, we want to raise some money. We've, we've given some money in the past to this great organization. We want to do it again and support what they're doing and show Canerson some love. Appreciate that. And, uh, I, I appreciate all of you tuning in live. I appreciate Ken Anderson's time. We haven't had him on for a little while. We got we to gotta loop him, like I said at the beginning, we got to loop him back into 
the opening and or closing credits here because he is the goat man. he's one of the goats of the, of the Bengals. So we appreciate him. We appreciate everything that the Ken Anderson Alliance says. We'll be back. I told you we're, we're doing multiple shows. So we'll be back with kind of some more analysis and different things. Maybe another interview here. We've got a couple of feelers out and invitations out to some others that uh, may come on this week. So we will uh, see, see if they'll come on, come on, but Always appreciate Ken Anderson. Appreciate you all tuning in live. And if you are new to the show, welcome. And hopefully you like what we're doing with a lot of different stuff. Uh, you can subscribe to the YouTube channel on this side by the Cincy Jungle icon. You can click the show icon, Orange or Black Insider, click that. And then, of course, there's going to be a lot of different options for you. you got to subscribe. you got to click the bell to be notified when we go live and when new content is available. And then, of course you have to uh, give us a thumbs up uh, and, and that helps out the YouTube channel. And then of course, if you like the audio side of things, you can subscribe through your favorite audio streamer, whether that's iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, all of the major ones where there, the Cincy Jungle Podcast channel there where you can get this show, you can get three and out with Jason and Kevin, talking football with Bengal Jim and friends. And of course, Coach Speak and Chalk Talk with the coach, Matt Minnick. Uh, yeah, so go check that out. KennethAndersonAlliance.org. Go there, submit some proof of support there, however much or little, I guess you want to, maybe, maybe emphasis on the much, but however much you want to give there, give us uh, some, some proof of that and or send us a, a YouTube super chat and we'll pool all of that. We'll match some of that and we'll send it on over to the Ken Anderson Alliance for a little support there. Really, really appreciate Ken Anderson. Really, really appreciate what he is doing through his foundation and uh, appreciate his time. Take care, everybody. Have a great rest of your week. We'll be back with more stuff for you on this show and we'll see you soon.